Hello, everyone. Welcome back into another episode of the Wildcat Playbook here at Beyond the Big Ten. Follow us at the Beyond the Big Ten wherever you go to check out your socials for fantastic college football and now college basketball content all season long. I'm Joey Christopoulos. Let's bring in our host here today to talk about cats, 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 seven cats, seven wins, going to a bowl game. Let's talk about it. Former Bears defensive end, former Northwestern Wildcat legend, CHGO's very own, Fox 32's very own, and West End Golf Club's finest, Corey Wooten. Corey, how are you, man? How was your holiday? What's up? It was good, man. I ate a lot. Uh, went back to Jersey. Uh, saw my family there. You know, my aunts, uncles, grandmas, cousins, the, the whole bit. So it was a good time to be back. Had a lot of good food, a lot of good pizza, bagels. You know we do, man. So it's good good to be back home now in, in STL and um, and really taking in this Northwestern win, Joey. And uh, remember when we were doing predictions, your boy uh, Corey Wooten uh, did say, Six and six with the potential to go seven and five. And uh, they, they, they did that. The cardiac cats, classic cardiac cats, you know, to be able to pull that game off. Um, it was unbelievable. And I can't stress this enough. We, we've talked about this multiple times. For them to have a seven win season, I don't think people realize how remarkable this is with everything they had to go through. They were the laughing stock of college football, all the memes and jokes and everything that they had to go through. And then all of a sudden when the season started, it didn't start the way we wanted to, right? One and three uh, at one point in time, uh, weren't able to get things going, completely turned the season around. The Minnesota game, that was that was kind of that, that critical moment for them, the junction point in the season where you go left to right, right? And they, they righted the ship and, you know, still had a couple losses here and there. But the Maryland game was another huge game, right? A game that not many people predicted them to win. They were able to do that, and they continued to stack wins. And especially Sullivan stepped up huge, right? Ben Bryan being out for a while. Mm-hmm. He, he took over and was able to lead, lead the Cats to some victories. Um, then Ben Bryan comes back, plays lights out. And that consistent leadership in there. But what I love the most is that they rallied around each other through some of the most difficult times that they faced, you know, as young adults, and they were able to rally together. David Braun has done an excellent job. You know, I was kind of on the fence about whether to continue forward with him, but I think he definitely deserves that with with everything he's been able to do. First year uh, as the head coach, being able to turn around the season for them, um, I think it's given the fans something to be really excited about. It's given the players, and I'm just hoping that this translates uh, into the offseason, into recruiting, and the thing is crazy about it now. Nobody's really talking about all those allegations now. I think their play has has you know has allowed them to really overcome a lot of that stuff. Corey, as it stands, they are number two in the Big Ten West behind Iowa. They're going to finish the year in the Big Ten Conference fifth, fifth. Corey behind Ohio State, crazy, Penn man. State, <laughs> Iowa, and Michigan. Man. Because they beat Maryland and all the other, you know, they have seven wins. It's unbelievable what has happened with this season. I thought you brought up such a great point of they lost their starting quarterback for over a month during the season and still was able to hold serve and pick up some wins. And so, Corey, I want to phrase it to you like this because they just picked up a win, wild victory over Illinois, 45-43. to This offense is scoring points. Um, A.J. Henning still catching touchdowns. Cam Johnson still being a lead receiver. Cam Porter, Cam Porter leading the way from the backfield. 
Ben Bryant slinging around. And now on defense, you're seeing sacks, you're seeing fumbles, you're seeing interceptions, you're seeing these guys really flying around. It's almost as if Corey, you know, I wish the season wouldn't end. Have you, when you were yeah. a Northwestern Wildcat, did you ever have a season like that where you were like, I know they got a bowl game coming up, or you like, man, I don't want this to end because they're playing so well right now that you just want to hope that you wish you had another twelve games to play. Yeah, I, I think that was the the case in the 08 season when we played uh, Mizzou in in the Alamo Bowl. Um, we would just hit our stride. I mean, we were winning that whole game. Uh, Fortunately, it's the game I went out with the ACL, and, and that really sucked. But I just feel like the way that we were playing, we were playing so consistent. Our defense was playing great. We were playing against one of the best offenses in college football, and we, we were really able to get after Chase Daniel and Jeremy Macklin and them. And ultimately, that game was decided by a punt return touchdown by, by Jeremy Macklin. That was That was kind of the dagger in the game for us. Um, we kind of had that game unlocked, so it's unfortunate because I feel like we were playing so well on both sides of the football, and we just wish that was like game two or three of the season because we were finally starting to hit our stride. And the way the Cats are this season, it kind of reminds me of how Detroit was last year, the Detroit Lions, right? Oh, yeah. They were arguably one, one of the more consistent teams to play, right? But the thing is, the way they started the season didn't allow them to continue to play. The great part about it is now the Cats – do have a bowl game that they can win and go to eight wins, which which would blow a lot of people's mind, you know, because it's been a tough season for them, right? They played their tails off, but still the fan support has been lacking, right? We've all seen, you know, the, the, the game clips and, you know, when they're rushing the field, all 50, 60 people, like that's, I'm sorry, that's, that, that shouldn't happen. And I understand, you know, with everything going on, but they deserve more than that. They, they played their tails off all year, the effort, um, everything they've been able to overcome. I'm just hoping for the bowl game they come and support, uh, you know, the Northwestern uh, uh, players because ultimately, regardless of what happened, it, it's about the players, right? If you're if you're a ride or die for Northwestern, you're gonna you're you're gonna support these players. So hopefully, going forward with the bowl game and next year, they'll be able to support these players because they played their tails off. It, love what what David Braun is building, and I'm hoping he continue to build that, continue to to recruit well. And I think the thing is, I, I told you, every time Northwestern has a g- good season, it's because of the quarterback play. That's been a big reason, obviously, the defense and some other things. But I think a good quarterback really sets them up for success. So Ben Bryan's done after this year. How are they going to build after the season off them, right? The transfer portal could be a really good idea um, to, to really get a stud in there. So I'm hoping uh, going forward that they just continue to build the quarterback position, some weapons around them really build the offense and defensive lines and uh, and get some talented skill positions. Um, I have my tongue a little bit in my cheek right here, but, you know, there's a Cameron Ward out there. You know, I don't know, maybe Archie – Quinn Ewers is coming back to Texas. I mean, Archie Manning, what are you going to do? You can go play anywhere you want. Why don't you come on down to Evanston, my man, and have a good yeah. time? Um, but, no uh, – Corey, man, look, I, I think we've been very clear about this all season long, and I think it is also important to point it out again is, look, of course, um, we are not lawyers, um, and the situation that's happened over the summer and the situation that's been happening in the program for a long time um, is is literally having its day, and we are going to learn more about it, and there's going to be more that's going to come out, and there's going to be more of a fallout from it. But what you're bringing up is really important that we've tried to, on this show, Wildcat Playbook, focus on the current players on this team, these young kids – um, trying to make a name for themselves with that, with the N on their helmet and, and be a part of the legacy for Northwestern. And, Corey, man, it's interesting that they took control of their own narrative 
in a lot of ways. And no matter what happens, you know, when we look back upon the summer that Pat Fitzgerald, um, you know, was kicked out of Northwestern, the program, the franchise, the legacy, the university, maybe forever, we're always going to have to tack on to it, though, Corey. Um, you know, that team went to a bowl game. You know, that team showed up and that team got seven or eight wins. And, and those kids did that and they can't. That's a part of the narrative now, um, and they were able to control that and own that for themselves. And I'm glad they went back and at least took ownership of something that they didn't have control over. Joey, just think about this, right? If Northwestern had the season that people predicted that they would have, people would still be chattering about everything that went on, right? Everything that went on in the locker room, all this. Now it's kind of forgotten about, right? We, We don't hear much talk about that because their play, how they've been playing, oh, you know, I see people at the gym when I'm working out. Oh, look at Northwestern, man. They're really coming alive these past couple weeks. Seven wins. Unbelievable. Second in the Big Ten West. There's a couple Iowa fans that work out at the gym I work out at, and we were talking all the time. And Iowa had a hot start. Northwestern, not so much. We talked after the Iowa game, and then they're like, oh, Northwestern, we keep stacking wins. Maryland, all these other teams. And it's been unbelievable to see that because they could have went in the tank they, they, they could have packed it in and been like, oh, you know, nobody expects us. We're the laughing stock of the league, of the Big Ten, of college football. Let's just pack it in, right? Let's just go through the motions. But, no, they rallied together. They kept fighting, and they're a resilient bunch. So hats off to them, Joey, and um, what they've been able to do is amazing. Uh, nobody nobody thought seven wins. You know, I, I thought there was a potential, but nobody and their mother thought. I guarantee you even – even the parents of the current players, I bet you they didn't even think that with everything going on. Um, so it's unbelievable. So, like I said, I understand them hiring David Braun, what he was able to accomplish. Like, unbelievable, right? And, and I talked about it. I would have loved a huge name just because we're trying to get Northwestern to the next step, right? We're trying to get them to when they're competing for consistent Big Ten titles. And I think they can get there. It was just a matter for me of, of a bigger name. But now this is an opportunity for David Braun to really build his name, build his brand. And I think everybody loves that underdog study, right? Or underdog story, rather. So he's a guy from a, from a small college coming to here for Northwestern, taking over the program after Pat Fitzgerald, one of the most iconic coaches in, in Northwestern history. You know, after, after a season last year where they had one win, people, people were expecting they're not going to win a game this year, able to mm-hmm. win seven games. So... Hats off to David Braun. This is this is now his ship right here, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do and how he can build this program. And you'd think that he'd have a leg up in terms of the portal, trying to bring in some great defensive players in here to keep the, you know, the Wildcats' defense um, stout and strong, uh, which has bended a couple of times this year. But, again, it's all going to come back to the quarterback, and we're going to see uh, what happens here. Uh, we're, we're doing a truncated short episode because we are going to be coming back um, next week, we are going to be talking about the bowl reveal, who they're going to play, the matchup, dive into all that stuff right there, Corey. But uh, the two things I got left for you, honestly, is I want to get your reaction to uh, the stadium news. Have you seen the pictures yet of the new stadium uh, that's yeah, coming out? Yeah, and my I, question for you yeah. is $800 million, 35,000 fans? That's it? Yeah. That's all we're doing I, here? I, so so, so I'm, I'm going to tell you what. And, and okay. honestly, like even back to my days, right? The, the Northwestern fans during the regular season, to be honest with you, were very fair weather, right? If you're doing well, they'll come and support you. But if you're yeah. not doing well, they'll kind of back up. So that's why I was saying, like, even this year, it's it's when they started winning and all this, we still didn't see the fan support. So I think they're thinking less fans, it'll seem more packed, it'll have mm-hmm. a better atmosphere. 
But my only thing is like this, when you have the Ohio States, the Michigans that have huge fan bases, like think of even Nebraska, Iowa, all those fan bases, a lot of fans that usually fill up the stadium when we're playing them because uh, there's a lot of people that went to those colleges or a roof of those colleges that live in Chicago now. So my only thing is I understand it, but then again, you're missing out on on some of the fan base that could be coming. Yeah, and I don't know. You always just think about there's – I know it's a university, but there's other events and things in the summer that you can have in the Chicagoland area that can also be uh, beneficial to your program too as well. But, yeah, no, I just thought that. I was like, man, 35000 Yeah, that's a little tiny, but you're right. I guess you do get a packed house in there. Um, it will feel alive, right? I mean, even if, uh, you know, hopefully the Northwestern Iowas of the world, when those matchups come around, it'll feel really alive and it'll feel really good. Um, and that's just something we'll have to see. The pictures look pretty damn good, I must say. Yeah. Um, my my, my, uh, my other thing, real, real, yeah, real quick, it. Joey. Um, my only thing is like this: like, let's say Northwestern becomes the program that they've been trying to achieve for so long, right? Consistently, you know, in that nine to ten to eleven game wins a, a year, right? Or it, and, and if they, I may, the DePaul like DePaul basketball in the nineties for me yep. was an institution. And Chicago loves basketball. We love all of our sports deeply. So yeah. I'm I'm hearing what you're saying right now, where Northwestern yeah. becomes Chicago's team. It always has been, but you know what I mean. Like really, like it oh, starts yeah. to ramp up like that. Yeah. So so if they do, and then all of a sudden there's a tremendous uh, change in the support of the team. Now you only got thirty five thousand seats. So that kind of mm-hmm. limits you of, of what you can generate revenue wise. So I thought it should have been more of of around sixty. Uh, 65, I think that would be a good number. And, and my thing is like this, um, you know, I know everything, that's, but you yourself, right, the, the staff that you have here, David Braun and company, they have to, to build a brand of Northwestern football that people are going to support. And I think when, when Pat Fitzgerald was here, he did that, right? So now it's David Braun. And, hey, I understand that everything that was going on, that's part of the reason of, of the lack of support. I feel like some fans to this day, are still loyal to Pat Fitzgerald, and they're like, they did him wrong, point blank. And so they, a lot of their support is, is out the window. They're like, I'm not going to support this team. Pat Fitzgerald was my coach, and that's how a lot of people feel about it. You know, I went I went back to the tailgate uh, when we did the Penn State game, right? I talked to some former alumni, guys in their 50s, 60 years old, and they, they still were very hurt over what happened. So I think that's what we're seeing, uh, definitely a fan base that's, it's still hurt about everything that happened, right? And, and this is not taken away from anything, any of the allegations or anything, but I'm just saying from the fan perspective, from people I've talked to and former players uh, that really liked Pat Fitzgerald, I think a lot of people are, are very angry about how things transpired. And I think that's why we, we don't see the, the consistent uh, fan support. So um, t- time heals all, right? And I, I really do yeah. believe that once next year hits, I don't even think this will be in the conversation, right? Because time, as time goes on, everything gets a little bit better. And I'm just hoping that people, the fans come back, right? Because regardless of how things played out, right? You went to Northwestern, you're an alumni, you always support the school. Sometimes things maybe people don't always agree with, but it is what it is. They made their decision. There's nothing anybody can do about it right now. Um, so my, my thing is like this, support the players at the end of the day. Support the players. Uh, my final one for you, Corey Wooten, here on Wildcat Playbook. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, holidays around the corner. 
So us here at the Beyond the Big Ten, we're going around, we're asking all of our athletes on all of our shows what you want for Christmas for the Northwestern football program. So Corey Wooten, it is time, my friend, when you are writing your letters to Santa this year, all I want for Christmas for the Northwestern football program is... So there, there's two things, right? I could ask for two things, right? Uh, the first yeah, thing course. being... You've been a good oh, guy this year. You got seven <laughs> wins, Corey. You can yeah. ask Santa whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for, for a bowl win, right, to get it to uh-huh. eight wins. And then I'm going to ask him to transfer portal for an absolute stud at quarterback. Uh, that, that's what I'm going to ask for. Those, those are my two items uh, from Santa that I got to see. And I think it makes next year a lot better. Um, so those two things, Joey... And, I, and if I'm David Brown and company, I am recruiting the defensive line and offensive line heavy, right? You need studs. You look at Rashawn Slater, Peter Skoranek, guys that were first-round picks, absolute dudes. That's what you can. That's what you need to continue to do if you're going to compete with the big dogs, the Michigans, the Penn States, the Ohio States. They have superior offensive defensive linemen, right, as, as well as skill positions. I think Northwestern is getting better with their skill positions. But the offensive defensive lines, and we've talked about this on the Bears show we do, that's how you build a franchise. That's how, that's how you build a team that stacks wins and is consistent. You control the line of scrimmage. Here, here, and uh, that's, a, that's a big present under the tree. Uh, an often an offensive <laughs> lineman, a left tackle of some kind, is a big thing to put under the tree. There, uh, we got to get out of here for Wildcat Playbook. Make sure you come back next week because it's bowl season here on Wildcat Playbook. That's right, we're talking about a bowl game. Who are the cats going to play? Where are they going to be? Is it going to be in Vegas? Is it going to be in Florida? We're going to find out next Sunday, and we're going to come back and break it all down. So make sure you come on back. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Joey Christopoulos, my former uh, with my co-host, former Bears defensive end Corey Wooten. Follow us at Beyond the Big Ten uh, wherever you get your socials for all the fantastic college football and college basketball content. We got fantastic. Uh, look, Boo Booey, man, I love him. He's a fantastic basketball player. Northwestern's off to a great start. They got Purdue coming up, so make sure you hop over and check out our basketball pod. Uh, be well, be safe, be good to each other. We will be back soon. Go Cats! Seven win Cats, baby. Let's go, baby. Who, kn- go who knew? Oh, Wootstradamus. <laughs> He's the only one that knew. <laughs>